I've just come out of teaching my U3A class, my um, Awareness Through Movement Feldenkrais class that I teach once a week. It's so gratifying. I only had three people today because it's the end of the year, it's near Christmas, people have had various mishaps like broken ankles and what have you. So there were only three ladies and at the end we had a nice chat and all three of them because they were less inhibited because there weren't so many people perhaps because often they don't say much but they all really expressed a benefit from the classes they how much they enjoy them and well of course that felt lovely to hear and it was um, very gratifying on another level too because they they expressed it in a way that um, is exactly how I felt when I began to do Feldenkrais. They said things like, I don't know why I feel so good. I've been trying to work it out. I don't know why I always feel good, but I always do at the end of a class. And they, at the end of the class, they said things like, I feel taller or I feel straighter. Um, one of them said she felt there was a buzz to life. And the lady who said, I can't work it out, she said, I've been trying to work it out. I just can't understand what's going on, but I feel so much is going on. I feel so good about it. And I said, if it's any consolation, I'm still trying to work it out myself, which is true because there's so much to work out and so much to understand if I'm trying to understand it on an intellectual level. And on an intellectual level, there's a huge volume of stuff to know. There's an imme immense amount of neurology, physiology, anatomy, science in general, mechanisms, biomechanics, autonomic processes, the vagus nerve, the parasympathetic and sympathetic, respiration, oxygen transfer, none of which we're taught in the training, but all of which are there in the method. And you don't really need to understand any of that intellectually to benefit from the method or in fact to be a practitioner. Many practitioners choose or just through their background or just <clears throat> how they learn or what their life experiences are don't understand any of that stuff. But they're artists, they can still do it just like any other kind of artist can do their craft without necessarily understanding about pigments or the viscosity of acrylic paint versus some other paint or the type of canvas or whatever. And it's an art and a science, which is why it's so good for me and why I both love it and find it incredibly frustrating at times. And this lady who said, I'm trying to work it out. She, after I, I shared that, well, I'm still trying to work it out myself. She said, oh, so there's no eureka moment then. And I said, 
No, there isn't. Well, actually, yes, there is. It's just that the eureka moment doesn't come in the form of a mental understanding and it doesn't come in the form of a I now understand everything because that's what a eureka moment means to me and that's what I was looking for in Feldenkrais this whole time and it's why I have had frustrations with it is because I'm looking for this moment this aha moment which is clearly obviously an aha moment on an intellectual level and it's an all or nothing I now know it all or I now understand maybe not all of it but a very large part of it so I didn't get that kind of aha or eureka however I now realize I've had multiple infinite numbers of ahas that were not that type they were firstly not so much a cognitive eureka but a physical sensed eureka so a sense of a body part moving smoothly effortlessly pleasurably as opposed to moving stiffly and restricted and inefficient and the other aspect to the eureka is it's small eurekas well they're actually not small they're huge it's just they seem small because most of us in the modern world are not so good at perceiving changes at sensing changes but the whole process of doing Feldenkrais is that you become better and better and better at sensing and perceiving changes and differences and distinctions and once you have that skill you start to get more and more of these sensory eureka moments where you suddenly realize that all your life or for years this is something of mine I've been turning when I turn my head to the left it's harder than when I turn my head to the right and a while back I had this eureka where I realized that whenever I start to turn my head to the left I very slightly bring my left shoulder blade and my left torso forward so in a contradictory movement to the head turning left and that was huge to understand that and of course it's then followed by a process of unlearning that and undoing that so it's not like I immediately moved better overnight but I now had something new to play with I now have this new experience to um, try out in different positions at different times of day with different speeds in different directions and I am learning to no longer do that and all the lessons that involve rotation which is what I taught today it was a rotation around the central axis lesson all those lessons help to flesh out that understanding and it's not that there's anything wrong with the movement of bringing your left shoulder forward when you turn your head to the left because sometimes that's what you want to do what it is it's about having a choice it's about what movement am I trying to do right now and why am I doing it 
and do I want to turn my head to the left with maximum efficiency and therefore I want to take my whole spine into the same movement of turning my head to the left so that I may more efficiently look to the left or do I want to take only my head to the left and bring my shoulder forward because I'm doing some other movement that that is required in but Feldenkrais makes me see and perceive and sense that I was locked in this loop where whenever I looked to the left I would always bring my shoulder blade forward there was no other way for me to look to the left they came together they were locked in synchrony and so now I'm learning that I have a choice I can turn my head to the left and do this with my shoulder blade or I can turn my head to do to the left and do some other thing with my shoulder blade there's not just two options there's three four five six there's a million different options and that's where the Eureka comes in and they are a series of true aha moments and true Eurekas and what's important to realize and to get the benefit from this and from other similar processes is to celebrate those small Eurekas keep track of them remember them know that they occurred so that over time we can feel more competent more efficient and celebrate that we are learning celebrate that we are learning beings who have progressed in the learning process and that can be challenging in the modern world where we're the general message is to celebrate only enormous obvious victories enormous clear black and white victories and to forget about all these tiny tiny little victories that are what creates the enormous victories so that hopefully is what I conveyed to this list to this lady who said to me where are the Eurekas well she didn't say where are the Eurekas she was looking for them and and I'm the same I was looking for them I still am I haven't quite got myself out of that habit but I'm um, a lot further along I can sense my confidence increasing in my movement my confidence increasing in my teaching and my confidence increasing in my life in general in what I choose to do and how much I believe that I'm making progress how much I sense and truly believe that I have now reached a point of learning that I didn't have before and therefore when I'm convinced of that therefore it becomes inevitable that I can learn more and progress more that my movement patterns can improve more that my health can improve more that my skill at teaching can improve more that everything I apply myself to can increase and improve incrementally for the duration of my life and it's what I'm building I'm building the belief that that is true more than the belief the knowledge I start with the faith and the belief thinking that it hopefully is true and then I put the things into practice and I see that they work and I see that more and more evidence accrues that this process really is true and now I'm feeling really quite sure that this process is true and I can envision a, a time in the future when I will know for sure a hundred percent without doubt 
that it's true that I can do anything. It's true that I can achieve anything. It's true that I can become a BJJ black belt if I apply myself to it. It's true that I could become a MoveNat Level 3 certified trainer if I applied myself. It's true that I could become something absurd that I don't want to become, which is Prime Minister of Australia. <laughs> I can't imagine anything worse, but it's an example of my... Uh, it's a, it's a, illustrating my principle. Um, all the things that I dream of doing, and, and Moshe Feldenkrais said that a life, a full life, is a life where you achieve your avowed dreams. Those are the dreams that you express to other people and that you're quite happy to say, those are my dreams. And your unavowed dreams which is all the things that you keep inside you that you don't tell people you dream of because you don't want them to ridicule you or not believe you or you don't want to jinx yourself or you're afraid you'll never get there or you're afraid you're not capable. Those are your unavowed dreams. And a life well lived is a life that pursues those avowed and unavowed dreams forever for the duration of life so in conclusion what have I said I've said Feldenkrais is good <laughs> I like it and let's all celebrate the small wins and believe more and more in our power and capability thank you for listening mm -hmm.